All right, let's give Ross a big hand as he comes. Thank you. Thank you, Ross. Thank you. God bless you. Ah, it's good to be here. It's so good. So, yeah, Peter and I and um, have been journeying together on a few things over the last um, 18 months or so. And so I've got to know Pastor Peter really well. And um, great leadership mantle on him, great anointing on him. You know that already, though, don't you? So uh, it's been a real privilege to, um, to be journeying with him on some stuff over the last 18, 18 months or so. Man, I feel good. Yeah. I feel so good. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I feel so good. You know, that's what, that's what that's, that's, it sounds like God to me. It's so easy. Feel good, God, feel bad, not God. Right? Church should be like this. Feel good. It's God. God's all over this place. He's all over me. I came home a couple of days ago. You um, talked about Pastor Alex, and, and I saw him just a couple of days ago, and I came home, and I said to Trina, man, I just feel the anointing on me. There's something about being with great people and in great atmosphere. The anointing comes off like now. It's sort of coming off on me, and Trina was all over her. Oh, my goodness, it's so good. I'm so glad I, I'm a part of God's body. And I'm, and I'm and sort of like part of who he is. You know, his name, the Bible says that his name is wonderful. He's got lots of names, but one of them is wonderful. Never think that God can't do anything because he's, he's, he's wonderfully full. He's wonderfully filled. There is more than we will ever need in him. That's his name, wonderful, and the wonderful, the wonder part of his name is that he wants us to be a part of him. How cool is that? He wants us to be a part of who he is. His name shall be wonderful. And to, today we're, we're looking at this, the subject of faith in the, in the supernatural. And I'm going to come at it from a, maybe a little bit different angle than maybe what you would, what you would expect. And, um, and that's good. That's good. And, uh, and I think that, you know, what I want to, t I'll tell you what I want to happen today. I want God to lift us up. I want God to impart faith to us. And I want to God to take us from here to here. If we can get God to build us up and take us from here to here, the thing I've learned about God is God always wants to take us forward. He's never, nowhere in the scripture does it say step back. Yeah. He's always wanting us to look up and he's always wanting us to step forward. And if we can have today, and even as you sit there, have an expectation in your heart. There's a big anointing on this place. There's a big anointing here today. I'm not just saying that. I feel there's a big anointing here. God wants to take you from here to here this day. This day, I know many of you have listened to many sermons and there's been a lot of hype over the years for older Christians, you know, some of that stuff. But I'm telling you, God wants to lift you up today. And he wants to lift your level of faith, your level, level of expectation. Why? That he might accomplish more in you and through you. <laughs> Amen. 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 And so we're looking at the topic today of faith in the supernatural. Amen. And God is wanting to, to um, reveal that which is supernatural to us. And he wants to do within each one of us 
things which are supernatural because he's a supernatural God. And when we're in him, we're just a part of that supernatural nature of who he is. And, um, and so God is wanting to, to lift us up. And we know that, that's, that, um, that, that verse in Joel 2 and 28, we know that so well. I'll just read it to you. And afterwards, God says, I will pour out my spirit on all people. Your sons and your daughters will prophesy. Your old men will dream dreams. Your young men will see visions. Even on my servants, both men and women, I will pour out my spirit in those days. And that's the day we live. That was Joel prophesying for this day. And I will show wonders in the heavens and in the earth, blood, fire, and billows of smoke. And it's talking of supernatural. We're talking, the topic today is supernatural faith and the supernatural. There it's talking about the supernatural. It's talking about prophecy. It's talking about supernatural visions. It's talking about coming into supernatural dreams. And of your maidservants, both male and female, I will pour out my spirit as a supernatural outpouring of his spirit. And God wants to supernaturally outpour his spirit upon each one of us, even in a dimension, in a way that we haven't experienced before. And if we can come and lift our expectation this morning higher than what we have before, God can do more in us. Do you want God to do more in you today? Do you want God to do more in you this week, this month, this year than last year? Because I tell you, if we can lift our levels of faith, if we can lift our levels of expectation, God can do some amazing things in us and in our midst and through us. And it's interesting, the text for this series I read, Peter is, out of your innermost being will flow rivers of living water. That's the text for this series of, of six sermons. Out of your innermost being will flow rivers of living water. The interesting thing is it's not a river, but God says it will be rivers. God always does the abundant. He says, no, not even one river, but rivers. And I think the inference in that scripture is that God wants to touch every single aspect of our life. There's a river for your home. There's a river for your work. There's a river for your, river for your ministry. There's a river for every aspect of your being and your existence. There is a river, that, river that's going to flow over your family, a river that's going to flow over your business, over your finances. Out of your innermost being will flow rivers, plural, of water. Amen. 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 And that's the day in which we, in which we live. And that interesting verse we read there in Joel 2 and verse 28, the interesting thing about that is that he's talking about sons and daughters. He's talking about old men. He's talking about young men. He's talking about servants. He's talking about male and female. It covers everybody. It covers everybody. Everybody in this auditorium is covered by that verse. He's saying, I will pour out my supernatural power upon every single one, from the front to the back, from the left to the right here, you're all included. Old men, young men, maidservants, male, female, poor, rich, servants are poor, the others aren't. Everybody is covered. Everybody is covered by that verse. And God is wanting, nobody is excluded. He's going to pour out his spirit upon us. It is for you. And one of my favorite verses in Scripture is 
is you don't need to return to it. I'll just, I'll just read it out to you. Is in, in Revelation 2 and verse 17, it says to him that overcomes, I will give some of the hidden manna, and I will also give him a white stone with a new name written on it, known only to him who receives it. And what God is saying there, he says that to him who overcomes, that's you and that's me, what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you the hidden manna. I want to tell you that there's things hidden in here, in this book. There's things hidden in God that he's going to reveal to you and he's going to reveal to me. And um, so often we... We think, well, you know, we heard that speaker and God's really spoken to him or her or, wow, wish, you know, and we don't even, we don't even have a, an expectation in our heart that God would do that with us, that God would reveal things, the secret things of his heart to us. But today, if we can just change our levels of expectation and lift them up, then God is going to reveal to us those hidden things those secrets, those things which he only reveals to the overcomers, to those who have an atmosphere of faith and those who believe and have faith and an expectation for it. And today, many of us are going to come, even as you're sitting there, even as you are sitting there listening to the voice, my voice, and the voice of the Spirit, God is going to get a hold of some of you. <laughs> oh, well... Whew. Ah, ah, big, oh my God, big, big, big anointing. <laughs> There's such an God wants to do that. The anointing's on that. When I said God's going to get a hold of some of you, that's where the anointing is. That's where the anointing is because that's what he's going to do. Pastor Peter, that's what he's going to do. It's so good. If we have a look, Eddie, did, he does this through history. If we have a look. If we have a look in Ezekiel, Ezekiel, I love Ezekiel. We heard about that this morning, dry bones, 37, wasn't it? 37, Ezekiel 40, and it says, I'll just read it to you, Ezekiel 40 and verse 1. On that very day, the hand of the Lord came upon me. How many of you want the hand of God to come upon you? On that very day, Ezekiel says, the hand of God came upon me. And took me there. In visions he took me and set me on a very high mountain. In verse 4 it says, Son of man, look. He says, Son of man, God spoke to me. He says, Son of man, look with your eyes and hear with your ears. It's okay. Look, look with your eyes and hear with your ears what I will show you, what I will reveal to you. And so God took him to a high place and he said, I'm going to show you things. I'm going to show you the hidden manner. I'm going to show you the secret things. I'm going to reveal to you things which you did not know. And he does the same thing in Ezekiel 37. And the hand of the, um, it says the Lord, in one translation it says, the Lord took a hold of me and I was carried away. The Lord took a hold of me. And I was carried away. And it's like the Holy Spirit took a grip of him. And he took him away. It's like God grabbed a hold. Jump up, jump up, Trent. I'll just show you. I'll just 
It's like God grabbed a hold, grabbed a hold of Ezekiel. It's like he, he grabbed a hold. He said, I'm going to take you. I'm going to take you places and I'm going to show you things. How many of you want to be gripped by the Holy Spirit and taken places where God will show you things? Huh? Where God will show you things. He'll take you into new realms where you'll see the realm of eternity touching the realm of time. Where the unseen becomes seen to us. And that's why he said to Ezekiel, look with your eyes that you might see because God wants to reveal to us the unseen that they might become seen. That that which you can't envision, you will vision. For God wants to take us and he wants to supernaturally impart revelation to us. He wants to talk to us and give us of the, of the hidden manna as he grips a hold of us and he takes us away. <laughs> Is she a good model? Huh? Is she a good model? <laughs> She's a little worshiper, this one. Huh? She's a little worshiper. She is. I, I was trying to put some verses down yesterday afternoon. And I was in my, went into my office. Only problem was she went into the lounge and on the piano and began to worship. It took so long for her to be quiet. It was so loud. I couldn't think. I, could, I honestly, honestly, I, could, I couldn't think. So I, I thought, I can't even think. I was in the other room, but it was so loud. She was worshipping. And she went through everything. Old songs, new songs, songs I like, songs I didn't like. <laughs> I think, dear God. I got I, This is what I did. I needed some earplugs. I went to the bathroom and I ended up with toilet paper in my ears. It must have looked hilarious. It must have looked hilarious so I could concentrate and actually put down some verses here for today. If it's all messed up today, it's because of her, okay? <laughs> Couldn't think straight. <laughs> and so God wants to take a hold of us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so often, you know, if we want God to do that, what we have to do is, you know this, we just got to let go of those little things that are holding us back, those little idols, those little things that get in the way. Just let them go. Let them drop off. It's not worth it because what he's got is so much better. What he has is so much better than all that stuff. Just let it drop away. It's okay, guys. You'll be fine without that stuff. You'll be fine without that stuff. Though that, you know, that stuff, just let it go. Let it go and then step forward into a brand new place in, in him. Paul says in Corinthians, says, you were once carried away by evil spirits when you worshipped idols. Now I want you to be carried away, Paul says, by the Holy Spirit. <laughs> I don't want to be carried away by the evil spirit. I want to be carried away by the Holy Spirit. You used to be under the influence of demons, he says. You know, and sometimes some of us people, they've got no boundaries. They don't protect their heart. They don't protect their soul. They don't protect who they are. They've got no boundaries. They've got no barriers up. And so the devil can just come in and he can go out, come in and go out. But I believe that God wants us to have barriers up and protection around our heart. That we don't have just a one-time, a one once, you know, in a lifetime encounter, but we have a continual encounter and continual radiance and presence with Him, with Him. Amen. Ezekiel thirty-seven. The Lord took a hold of me, and I was carried away. And we need to understand that when God comes on us, it's for His purpose. It's for a purpose. It's not just to give us goosebumps and make us feel good. No. No, it's more than that. As good as it is, as great as it feels, it's more than that. He wants to turn us into those who can give that away as well. 
Amen. Amen. Listen to this. The Holy Spirit. I've learned this so, 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 so clearly over the years that the Holy Spirit, and, and you know this too, that the Holy Spirit needs an atmosphere of faith to move. And we can create an atmosphere of faith in this church. We can create an atmosphere of faith in our home, in our work. But what the Holy Spirit is looking for is an atmosphere of faith. And we can build an atmosphere of faith that the supernatural power of God can move in our lives. And he will always move, always he will move in an atmosphere of faith. And if we're living with doubt and negativity, as, e as easy as it is to do that, it's so easy to slip into doubt, Peter. It's so easy to slip into negativity when things, we live in a, we live in a real world. You know, we come to church, you know, once on a Sunday. We, we, we don't have times of worship Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday like this. You know, we live in the real world and we've got to stand on our own two feet. We can't rely on the atmosphere, which is, which is the corporate atmosphere, which is created like this morning, uh, tomorrow. We can't, we can't do that. It's just you and him. It's you and him. And we have to learn to stand and stand against the vicissitudes of life which would come and try and pull us down. The negativity and the doubt comes in. And so often fear can come in. Fear is never invited in. Fear, we never invite fear in. If fear just comes like a thief. It just comes to try and steal from us. And it's those things which will destroy our faith. And for example, we get an unexpected bill, an unexpected account in the, in the, in the letterbox. And oh my goodness, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? How am I going to pay that? And it's, it's so easy to allow this fear to come in. But that's what we've got to fight against during, during the week, those kind of things, because we live in the real world. And what do we do? For example, the bill comes in, how am I going to pay? I don't know how to pay it. What we do is we find a verse which is applicable to that, which is something like, which would be something like, my God shall supply all my needs. Yeah according to his riches and glory. My God, and what we do is we begin to quote, we begin to say that in our heart. We begin to say that out of our mouth. And what we're doing is we're creating an atmosphere of faith. And it's in the atmosphere of faith that the miracle can happen. It's in the atmosphere of faith that the miracle will happen. So what we do is we purposefully, and the interesting thing about faith is we can turn it on and we can turn it off. We have the will to turn on faith. We can turn it on that we might experience a supernatural from God. How cool is that? Rather than just sit there and say, well, God, you know my address. If you want to bless me, here I am. No, we can turn it on. We can turn on the atmosphere of faith. That's what I'm doing now. I'm turning on an atmosphere of faith within you. Why? Because I'm sharing the word and I'm imparting to you what the Holy Spirit is saying. I know where he's going with you. I felt the anointing on that word. I couldn't get the words out when I said he's going to grip a hold of you. That's what he's wanting to do. There was such an anointing. I mean, you can see, I, I just didn't know. I couldn't, I couldn't get any words out. Why? Because the Holy Spirit was so on those words for you and for me. That's what God's going to do. He's going to get a hold of you guys. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. 
So, so we create this atmosphere of faith. And as we say, as speak out that word, we're building faith within our spirit for the Holy Spirit, the supernatural power of God to move. See, we can experience the supernatural day by day by day. When we think of the supernatural, we're thinking primarily we think about healing. And healing is, is great. That's, that's part of what, he's, what, what, we, what, we can, what we can do in his name. Absolutely. But, it's, but he's wanting us to experience more than healing. Healing's a part of it. Healing's a part of the supernatural. But all, there's all of who he is. And he's the healer, but he's also so much more than a healer. He's the one who wants to lift you up. He's the one who wants to take you into areas of revelation supernaturally, vision supernaturally, dreams supernaturally, impartation supernaturally. He's the one who wants to grab you by the arm or around the shoulders and take you places you never imagined could be and to reveal you wonders, the Scripture says, in the heavens and wonders on the earth. And it's all supernatural. It's all supernatural. Aren't you glad you're a Christian? <laughs> I'm doing good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we can create this atmosphere of faith and, um, and we speak it out and we speak positive things into our, into our lives. And um, as we speak out what the Word says and the positive things of God, we create and we build and we maintain an atmosphere of faith where God can move day by day on our lives. Amen. Amen. Father, I thank you. For example, you can say, Father, I thank you that I'm more than a conqueror. I love you, Holy Spirit. I love you, Jesus. Thank you for the angelic realm that surrounds me and my home and my family. I love your word. I love my pastor. I love my church. I thank you that I'm victorious in everything you do. I thank you that you go before me. I thank you that you go after me. I thank you that you go beside me. I thank you that you filled me with joy. I thank you that you filled me with love. I thank you that you filled me with peace. I thank you that I'm a demon beater. I thank you that nothing can come against me. I thank you that when there's a wall in front of me, there's a barrier in front of me, I'll be able to declare like David of old that by my God, I could leap over a wall. Yeah. And by my God, I can run through a troop. And so what we're doing is we're speaking out and we're creating and we're generating. We're imparting an attitude and and an atmosphere of faith in our life. It's not just on Sunday, but it's continual Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. We're living in the atmosphere. And I want to tell you, that person will see and experience a supernatural, which no one will possibly have have in their life. We can turn it on and we can turn it off. So often we say, God, where are you? Why don't you turn up? Where are you? How about we turn on the faith and we begin to live a lifestyle of faith? Amen. Amen. And then God looks at us and he says, I see in you a lot of potential. No, he says, hey, mighty man. I see a mighty man. Not somebody just with potential, but I see you know, I'm a mighty man. I see a mighty woman. That's who you are. And that's why the scripture says, let the weak say I am strong. So let me begin to declare who God says we are. Amen. Amen. And our spirit. And then we just, I just want to finish off with this um, 
You feeling good? With that, ver- with that verse we read earlier on in, in Revelation 2 and verse 17, it says, To him who overcomes, I will give some of the hidden manna. We're talking about that. God's going to get a hold of you. I'm telling you, God's going to get a hold of you. And he's going to show you some of this hidden manna this week, even today. Even today, God's going to get a hold of you. And he's going to take you places and show you things. Open your eyes. He's going to open your ears. And he's going to show you. And he's going to reveal things to you supernaturally supernaturally, supernaturally, he's going to do that. And to him who overcomes, I will give some of the hidden manna. I will also give him a white stone with a new name written on it. And the interesting thing about the white stone, the white stone in biblical times, they used to have a white stone. And they had their name on it. It was like a, an access way to, to the bath or to the Colosseum. And it was a white stone. And, um, and then in, in biblical time, you know, when they cast lots, you know, they, um, like with Stephen, with his, with his martyrdom, they had, they would have cast, that would have been black stones or white stones, and they counted them up in the black one. And so they used to have these black stones, these white stones, but they used to carry around a, a white stone with your name on it, and that was like your pass to things in those biblical days. And then in the Old Testament, the priest, he had his garments on, which were purple and white, and he had a, a breastplate which had 12, 12 gems on it, representing the 12 tribes of Israel. And in behind that, he had this pocket. And behind the breastplate, inside was a black stone and a white stone. And so they'd come to the priest for guidance for Israel. And he'd pull out a black stone for no or, or a, a white stone for yes. And then in courts of law, they used to have a, a white stone and a black stone as well, and they pull out a, a white stone for a, a, a black stone for you are guilty. Or they pull out a, a white stone and say, No, you're totally innocent and you can go totally free. <laughs> and so what God is saying in this in this text, in Revelation 2 and verse 17, he says, I will give you the hidden manner, and I will also give to you who overcomes, I will give unto you a white stone. (laughs) And what the scriptures are saying is that the gospel is a white stone gospel. There's a white stone. Everybody here, you have a white stone. That means that you have liberty. You have freedom. You are totally innocent. You have access into the things of God, not the Colosseum or the bath, but you have access into all of who God is because he's given to you a white stone. And the white stone represents, yes, it represents access. It represents freedom. It represents deliverance. It represents, it represents total freedom. And he said, and this, this God we have, it, this is a white stone gospel. Every single person here from the front to the back, from the left to the right, there's a big Y-E-S written over you by God. Yes. He says, yes, you are mine and you have freedom and you have access. All of who I am, you have access to because you're free. And that's why it says in Revelation 2 that he gives to us a white stone. That's what it's talking about. He's talking about freedom. He's talking about deliverance. He's talking about access. What a great God into a supernatural realm that we never even dreamt about before. Amen. And out of your innermost beings will flow rivers of living, living, (laughs) of living water. Amen, amen, amen. You want it? 
guys, I want you to come from where you are now. I want you to go from come from where you are now to a higher level. And this is a simple message, but it's so life-changing. Because if we can grab a hold of the principles of building faith and expectation, some, so often we just think that the supernatural realms which God has for his believers are just for the preachers or they're just for the evangelists or just for the pastors or they're just for this or just for that. But it's for you. There's a big Y-E-S over every single person here and we can lift our levels of expectation now as we sit there as we sit there and we can experience a greater dimension of God than we've ever even imagined there's realms of God we haven't even imagined he says there in Joel he says I will show you wonders in the heavens there's realms of God we've never even imagined before he says I will show you wonders on the earth this is scripture. This isn't just some pipe dream. This is what God wants to do for all of us. He wants to take us into realms of the supernatural we've never even imagined. In the gifts and the revelatory realm. Amen. You want it? You want that? We're going to pray. We're going to pray. People here even now, I think you, you're feeling the the moving of the Spirit even on you as we've been talking. Certainly I sat there and when Trina sang that song, I thought, my God, the anointing on that when I was there. And I, when I, I couldn't get the words out when I said what God was wanting to do with us, that was because God was all over that. That's because God was all over that word and what he wants to do. So what I want to do is I want to I want us all to pray. We're going to reach out to God and we're going to, in an atmosphere of faith, we're going to receive what He has for us. Some of us are going to feel the grip of the Holy Spirit holding us. <laughs> Some of us are going to feel the grip of the Holy Spirit grabbing a hold of us. And you might feel a grip around your shoulder or around your arm or in your heart. And you might say, wow, what is that that's happening to me? What is that I'm feeling? I'm going to tell you, it's the Holy Spirit. It's the Holy Spirit that you're feeling. And He's getting a hold of you and He's saying, yeah, come on. Come on, my friend. I'm going to take you to new places in the supernatural, in the realms of the supernatural. <laughs> I'm going to take you places you've never even dreamed before before because you need the miracle because there's others who need the miracle that you can impart to them